Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. The face of America's voters will be different this year from past elections. Pew Research looked into the growth of minority voters over the last 20 years. It found the greatest growth is among Hispanic voters, almost a 40% increase. That's more than 15 million new Hispanic votes since 2000. Compare that to just under 7 million new black voters over the past 20 years. But don't stereotype the minority vote either. We talked with Daisy Moran with the Moline Council of LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens. This is really crunch time. Uh, a little more than two weeks. How are you going to get people out to vote? Yes, yeah, so we have been active in our community. Recently, we had a community cleanup event in the Florida neighborhood, which is in downtown Moline, where we had uh, tables for census information and voter registration. We also have eight voter registration deputies in our organization actively in their inner circles trying to get people registered to vote. And also, we have an active campaign on social media encouraging our peers and community to vote early. Well, and as I said, I mean, you've been active all year long when it came to the primaries early on. Is the Latino bloc, and I know it's not just one massive group of voters that just vote one way, but are they fired up about this election? Uh, many individuals in the Latino community may feel intimidated by the election process. This may be their first time voting, so they are barely starting their education on how to research for um, the people on the ballot, how to research early voting, and how to make sure that the vote is secure. Intimidation, of course, would be that you feel uncomfortable going to a voting precinct. I would assume that it's less intimidating if you're asking for a, 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 an absentee, a mail-in ballot, and filling it from home. Yes, correct. And along with that, there also may be a language barrier. So many of these families, they may be solely speaking one language or they have a bicultural uh, family where it's first generation immigrants along with their offsprings as the uh, translator in their family and helping educate their older relatives and their families. Well, and as we have seen, we are seeing a larger number and a bigger percentage of the voting bloc being Latino, Hispanic voters. But they're not just one voting group. I mean, there are Republicans, there are Democrats. Democrats should not take them for granted and Republicans shouldn't write them off is what our political scientists said. Yes, and I would agree to that, that both parties have not given the proper attention to the Latino community and asking what are the pressing issues that we care about. So it's important that organizations such as LULAC have that internal mobilizing and organizing our own communities to ensure that everybody is at the poll because each voice needs to be heard. And what is the big issue then? I mean, for the longest time, at least for the last five years, if not, of, of course, far longer than that, was the issue of immigration. But right now in the, in the, in the area of COVID-19, the, the black and the Hispanic population was hardest hit. Um, what seems to be the big issue then this year? 
Yes, definitely. As you know, the COVID pandemic has increased and exposed the inequalities that we currently have in our society. And one of those main issues, as you said, is immigration along with mental health. Latina teenagers are the largest um, rate of suicide compared to any demographic. So I think those are the pressing issues we need to talk about, why um, we don't have adequate resources and equity across the board, and how we can ensure that we have accurate representation at all levels of leadership in our city and in communities. And as we were saying, I mean, COVID-19 has really hit the Hispanic community. Yes, and I believe one of the reasons that the Hispanic community has been hit the hardest is because um, the Hispanic community is one of the largest um, individuals in the frontline services. So you'll see more communities of color being at at-risk jobs versus other uh, counterparts that have the luxury of working from home. And also, the um, like we've stated before, the language barrier and act adequate education, knowing that COVID should be taken serious and the precautions that um, need to be taken place. Well, and as you said, uh, that the uh, uh, turnout for a Hispanic vote is usually lower and it might be a, a language issue. Um, how do you overcome that? I mean, how do you turn that around? So one of the things that we need to prioritize is ensuring that our county clerks have uh, materials translated in the most um, spoken languages and also ensuring that we have voter deputies that are bilingual, not just in Spanish, but other languages spoken in the Quad Cities. And let's talk about another issue, and that is 2020. Um, the Hispanic community in the Quad Cities is thriving in so many different ways. You look at Mercado on 5th in, in Moline, where it's an open market that's becoming bigger and bigger. The Quad City Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is growing as well. Viva Quad Cities has been a successful fundraising arm. 2020 has really hit those areas significantly. Yes, and many ethnic groups, just like the Hispanic community, it's all about coming together as a community, whether that's physically or um, in virtually, as we have accommodated to COVID. So it does definitely has taken a toll on the Latino community for us not to come together and heal. So when we created these spaces, um, such as Mercado on the 5th and the Hispanic Chamber, these were safe spaces for Latinos to come together and be empowered. And unfortunately, we do not have that currently right now um, as we accommodate to virtual and as you may know there are a lot of individuals with virtual fatigue so it has taken a toll on the mental health in our communities has it taken a big toll on the hispanic businesses as well yes most definitely a lot of these uh, latino com businesses in our community are entrepreneurs this is their first time venturing in small businesses so for them to learn um, how to adequately be an entrepreneur and have a small business on top of the pandemic and adjusting to um, covid guidelines such as not having individuals in their businesses or only doing takeout and carry out also the expense of more hygiene products to ensure that all facilities are clean it has definitely taken a toll on the hispanic business when it comes to politics, we're seeing more Hispanics getting involved in running for office. I mean, is that something that LULAC is actively participating in and trying to not only get out the vote, but get out the candidates? Yes, our organization, LULAC, is a leadership and empowerment organization. So we definitely try to encourage our members to be out there and be the leaders that we need in these spaces and uh, provide those leadership skill development opportunities. So what do you see for after this election, after November? I mean, the voting block will be there. What happens with LULAC after that? 
Um, we're still going to be advocating for our local elections and ensuring that our communities stay educated on how to be civic engaged and also, um, as stated before, encouraging our peers to be out there and go um, try to be leaders in the spaces of leadership. How pivotal is this election? No matter the outcome, I believe that our communities will come together and only encourage us and empower us to be those leaders in the spaces that are needed. So regardless of the results of the election, I believe this will only push um, underserved communities to be those leaders that we need. Daisy Moran with the Moline Council of LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.